Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, February 1st, and we start with local news. Due to the freezing rain passing through Middle Tennessee, several school districts have closed today. In our listening area, they include Giles, Hickman, Lawrence, Lewis, Marshall, Murray, and Williamson counties all closed today. In Murray County, all 12-month employees in the school district may use discretion regarding reporting to work. All boys and girls clubs will be closed. Columbia State Community College locations will open at 930 Murray County government offices will open two hours late today. A new addition to expand one of Spring Hill's many historic landmarks is currently under review by the city's planning commission. The proposed expansion to historic Whitehall, located at 2536 Duplex Road, includes a concept plan featuring two 12,500-square-foot mixed-use buildings, which would include general office space and retail, as well as apartments and other multifamily developments. The concept plan was presented last week to the Planning Commission for review, but did not include a vote. Originally completed in 1844, White Hall was built by Dr. Aaron C. White, a local physician and planter, with construction overseen by his brother, Henry White. Perhaps White Hall's most significant place in local history was its use as a military headquarters for General Earl Van Dorn of the Confederate States Army. The home was later used to treat wounded soldiers following the Battle of Franklin in 1864. Dmitry Danilov, representing applicant Rubin Group LLC, said he and his team are excited to bring this new addition to the historic city site. I don't believe anybody has lived at this property in almost 15 years and has used it as an event place, Danilov said. Spring Hill associate planner Jake McQueen recommended that, given the site's proximity to historic land, the proposal be reviewed by the city's historic commission prior to a planning commission vote. This would be in conjunction with talking with the current Whitehall landowner in order to discuss potential impacts to the site once the site plan has been submitted, McQueen said. McQueen added that the applicant would also be required to submit a traffic impact study at the time of site plan, in addition to more details regarding the use of approximately 218 parking spots among the two structures. Alderman Matt Fitterer suggested the developer also consider creating a possible pedestrian connection to Walnut Street, including the nearby skate park. You've got a city park that's primarily a skate park now to the south of the property, and the city is actively looking at a couple of other uses on that property as well, Fitterer said. Certainly, if you can get an internal pedestrian connection, your residents can get access down there to a city park versus having them go up Walnut Street and come down. That only benefits you, he said. Danilov said consideration for better pedestrian access to the nearby park is definitely in the plans as the project continues to develop. Planning Commission Chair Jonathan Duda advised the applicant to get in touch with the city's historical commission sooner rather than later. Duda also addressed the number of proposed parking spaces, which he and Fitterer said they considered overparked and that there could be a better use for the area. I think there is an opportunity to create a private space between those buildings, which can serve as a community space for the buildings themselves, whether it's through landscaping, hardscaping, or other ways to make an amenity out of this little area, Duda said. 
You could gain more tenants if you have more flexibility, as opposed to buildings in a sea of asphalt, he said. Since the item was merely a concept plan review, there are no future votes scheduled regarding the Whitehall edition. The purpose of the review is only to receive input from planners as to what the best step forward will be prior to any preliminary or final plans. Worldwide Stages LLC unveiled its massive entertainment complex located in Spring Hill. Worldwide Stages has already provided state-of-the-art facilities to multiple facets of the entertainment industry, including tour rehearsal facilities for musical stars, production facilities for diverse content creators to produce live streaming events, music videos, commercials, episodic television series, and feature films. It feels like opening Disneyland but for entertainment production professionals and A-list stars, said Kelly Fry, CEO and president of Worldwide Stages. The first word we hear from artists and production companies visiting our facility is, wow. We wanted to create not just a functional production environment, but also a safe haven for A-list entertainers. We even designed a speakeasy around a vintage 1920s-era solid wood bar that our guests can use for meetings, events, or relaxation on site, added Mr. Fry. Forget about the warehouses and industrial sound stages of the past. Worldwide Stages is much more like a five-star hotel venue that happens to have the sound stages and ancillary production space A-list performers and international production companies need to produce their entertainment content securely and in comfort, he said. Worldwide Stages acquired the former world headquarters of Saturn Corporation and invested millions of dollars into a complete renovation. The result is a beautiful, unique entertainment production complex with production services and amenities customized to provide a high-end experience for each client. The luxury entertainment campus provides thousands of square feet of luxurious production facilities, green rooms, and professionally decorated artist suites. A variety of stages, ranging in scale from music, tour, rehearsals, TV, and film production, designed to provide an exceptional experience. Beautifully decorated gathering spaces that exude luxury and exclusivity, including opulent atriums designed to impress and inspire, perfect for entertainment professionals and industry events. A private 70-seat theater with state-of-the-art audio equipment that is ideal for screening dailies or creating intimate performances. Acres of private parking for personnel and production equipment with easy access to major interstate highways. And on-site medic and security personnel supported by state-of-the-art technology, including campus-wide facial recognition cameras and software-driven access. Tennessee is home to a thriving entertainment industry, and we support companies such as Worldwide Stages that invest in growing our state's footprint in entertainment, said Stuart McWhorter, Commissioner of the Tennessee Department of Economic and Community Development. The opening of Worldwide Stages signals Tennessee's trending growth and competitiveness in the entertainment sector on both local and a national level, said Bob Raines, executive director for the Tennessee Entertainment Commission. Worldwide Stages will not only leverage Tennessee's international renowned music industry, but also service the influx of television and motion picture professionals interested in producing the next generation of entertainment content. Spring Hill is excited to welcome Worldwide Stages and its CEO, Kelly Fry, into our community, said Jim Hageman, mayor of Spring Hill. This investment with Worldwide Stages will create an impact far beyond job creation and economic growth, he said. 
Worldwide Stage is, al- is already planning expansion, adding additional sound stages on site in Spring Hill in response to industry demand, while investigating expansion to other entertainment centric cities in need of the luxury branded facilities curated by Worldwide Stages. One of the more exciting aspects of starting a new year is looking back on all the new businesses, restaurants, and retail stores that have opened in the previous year. It's also a time to reflect on some of those businesses that might have closed their doors for good and or relocated to new locations. The downtown Columbia Square continues to be the site for many of the city's most popular businesses. The last year was no different. Perhaps Columbia's latest business, the Tilted Mule, located at 102 Depot Street, brings a new addition to the city's nightlife, which opened in December. The former Tux Place promises to be more of the same dive bar atmosphere people know and love, but with bar food favorites with a fresh gourmet twist, like shepherd's pie, fried green tomato burgers, scotch eggs, Reuben egg rolls for a limited time, and oversized soft pretzels, in addition to a wide selection of craft beers. The dive proudly boasts itself as Mule Town's finest dive bar, carrying several local beers on tap from local spots like Asgard Brewery of Columbia, Yazoo, and Zons of Nashville. Beyond the square in the new South Marketplace, Grinder Switch Winery, located at 510 North Garden Street, opened its first Columbia location in November. We're excited to have what we call our newest tasting lounge. We've been looking at Columbia for a number of years, and we're just waiting for the right time to come in. General Manager Jody Morgan said, As a kid of the 80s and 90s from Centerville, you always come to Columbia, and once it started growing and becoming a much more interesting place, we wanted to open a place that's closer to home. For the lunchtime crowd, travel a little further up the road to the Columbia Arts Building, where you can pick up a tasty sandwich from Ollie and Finn's Sandwich Shop, located at 307 West 11th Street, which also opened in 2022 and has developed a wide following, especially its Saturday crowd. A Nashville staple entered the downtown square in December of 2021, Big Shake's Nashville Hot Chicken, located at 822 South Main Street, uh, and has grown as a weekly gathering spot for live music and good hot food. Other businesses have spent much of 2022 relocating, renovating, and reopening in new spaces. Farmstead Cellar, wine tasting parlor located at 803 South Main Street, once known as the popular Vintage Winery, which was located at 616 North Main Street, rebranded, moved further down the street south of the courthouse, but is still offering the same fine wines. Its sister shop, Farmstead Community Marketplace, now at the street level below the Farmstead Cellar, once located adjacent to the previous winery location on North Main Street, also has a new look, selling locally sourced items such as meats, artisan cheeses, olive oil, breads, jam, honey, and more. Both shops, as well as Wine in the Fork and Leaper's Fork in Williamson County, are farm-to-table ventures of Farmstead Vineyards in Cullioca, owned by the Evans family. There's also Buck and Board in North Main Street and East Fifth Streets. The popular charcuterie wine bar formerly, formerly on East Sixth Street reopened at the former Cranky Yankee site. Buck and Board's former location will now be used by Wolf and Scout Coffee Shop, which operated in the Columbia Arts Building at 307 West 11th Street and is preparing to open at its new location on 6th Street. Unfortunately, in 2022, patrons were forced to say goodbye to some of their favorite eateries in Columbia. Juan D's Restaurant, which has been serving up a unique blend of Asian fusion cuisine since 2018, became one of the most popular restaurants in Colombia, announced in December that it would no longer be operational come 2023 due to the owners closing the eatery to spend more time with family.
Walk and Grill, which operated for 32 years as a staple Asian takeout eatery, announced it would also close in January so that the owners could spend more time with family. Marcy Joe's Mule Town, which opened its Columbia location off East 6th Street in 2019, also announced it would make the difficult decision to close in 2022 after struggling with staffing and rising food costs amid the pandemic and inflation. Still within its first year of business, the Cranky Yankee with another, was another business that made the decision to close in 2022. Owners Paul and Chrissy Jensen, who have also owned and operated other local businesses like the Dotted Lime Brick and Mortar Eatery, and were previous co-owners of Lime and Loaf, said they wanted to focus more on their other business ventures, such as catering and their current The Dotted Lime Bakery, located at 1806 South Main Street, which can be visited from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. in Columbia, though the shop is closed on Sundays. Mealtown Coffee Roasters has been hard at work expanding its downtown site into an adjacent space in the historic downtown building located at 23 Public Square to make room for a deli and eatery in addition to coffee. Downtown Columbia is also said to welcome a new Mexican restaurant sometime later this year. Columbia Arts District coffee shop Wolf and Scout will soon be relocating to East 6th Street. It's distinguishing Hunter Green brick exterior can be seen on 6th Street, though the new shop's interior is still in progress. An opening date will soon be announced. In addition to new businesses, the Columbia Arts District is also set to receive a new facelift along South Garden Street as part of a new streetscape project. The project will consist of repaving and restriping the road, as well as creating a more walkable, pedestrian-friendly environment. Murray Regional Medical Center is encouraging individuals to help promote awareness of cardiovascular disease by participating in National Wear Red Day on February 3rd. The annual event provides an opportunity to show support for heart health by wearing red. Cardiovascular disease remains the number one killer of both American men and women, accounting for more than 800,000 deaths in the U.S. every year, according to the American Heart Association, Here are some more facts. Cardiovascular disease is responsible for one in three deaths in the United States every year. About 11% of American adults have been diagnosed with heart disease. 90% of women have one or more risk factors for developing cardiovascular disease. Since 1984, more women than men have died each year from heart disease. The symptoms of heart disease can be different in men and women. Most cardiovascular diseases can be prevented by addressing behavioral risk factors such as tobacco use, unhealthy diet and obesity, physical inactivity, and harmful use of alcohol. Increasing awareness about the threat of this disease is imperative to changing these statistics, said Murray Regional Health CEO Dr. Martin Cheney. Both men and women should be aware of the signs and symptoms and contact 911 immediately if they think they may be experiencing a heart or a stroke-related problem, he said. Cardiovascular disease can often lead to heart attacks and strokes, where symptoms can sometimes be hard to spot and can even present themselves differently in women than men. Warning signs of a heart attack include tightness or pain in the chest, discomfort in other parts of the upper body such as the back or jaw, shortness of breath, unusual fatigue, and nausea. Women can be more likely than men to experience shortness of breath, nausea, and vomiting or back or jaw pain. The most common symptom of a stroke is sudden weakness of the face, arm, or leg, most often on one side of the body. Other signs include sudden confusion, trouble seeing or blurred vision, dizziness or loss of balance, and a sudden severe headache with no known cause. 
Anyone who thinks they might be experiencing heart problems should call 911 immediately. Emergency responders are equipped to begin treatment immediately and relay vital information to the hospital while en route to the emergency department. Physicians and staff are then waiting for the patient and can begin treatment immediately. Treatments may include intervention in the cardiac catheterization lab to open the blocked vessel or, in severe cases, open-heart surgery. Murray Regional Medical Center's average door-to-balloon time, that's the time between a patient's arrival at the hospital and when a blocked artery is opened, is 53 minutes, according to Murray Regional Health Administrator, Administrative Director of Cardiovascular Services and Assistant Chief Nursing Officer Kathy Malone. That is 37 minutes ahead of the standard time recommended by the American College of Cardiology and American Heart Association guidelines. We're extremely proud of our door-to-balloon time and the work our staff does to treat patients quickly and effectively, Malone said. If you're experiencing symptoms of a heart attack or stroke, call 911 immediately. Getting care as soon as possible is critical to recovery when dealing with a cardiac event, and every minute counts, she said. Murray Regional Medical Center is recognized as a chest pain center with PCI by the American College of Cardiology and holds certification in the treatment of heart failure from the Joint Commission. You can learn more at www.murrayregional.com forward slash heart. And now your hometown memorials sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Ms. Jean Ann Mowbray Outland, 85, a retired employee of Kmart and a resident of Columbia, died Sunday, January 29th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Ms. Outland will be conducted on Wednesday at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 12 noon until service time at the funeral home. Graveside services will be conducted on Friday, February 3rd in Mayfield Memory Gardens in Mayfield, Kentucky. Mr. Gerald Ray Walters, 79, a retired conductor for CSX Railroad and a resident of Columbia, died Saturday, January 28th at St. Thomas Midtown. Funeral services for Mr. Walters will be conducted on Saturday, February 4th at 10 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Santa Fe Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. and Saturday from 9 a.m. until service time at the funeral home. Ms. Sarah Catherine Duncan Parks, 69, died Saturday, January 29th at Novent Health in Huntersville, North Carolina. Funeral services for Ms. Parks will be conducted Saturday at 1 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Saturday from 11 a.m. until service time at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, We made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 
320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have cloudy skies today with a high of 39 degrees. Winds will be out of the north-northeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we could expect more clouds with periods of late rain. The low will be 32 degrees with light and variable wind. The chance of overnight rain, 70%. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Chris Dowdy from Tennessee Children's Home. We are overwhelmed by the support through our move to our new Spring Hill campus. We are excited about the new opportunities that these buildings will provide us to serve at-risk youth. We ask that you will continue to pray for us and those that we serve. We still need your continued support. Visit our website, TennesseeChildrensHome.org, to make a donation or learn more about what we're doing to serve at-risk youth in Tennessee. For the love of the climb. For the love of the fall. For the love of knowing your kids' laughter is the sweetest music there is. For the love of Tennessee. 
travel safe. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Tourist Development, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Middle Tennessee State University broke ground Thursday on the school's new Student Athlete Performance Center, a $66 million facility to be built next to Floyd Stadium on Greenland Drive in Murfreesboro. Serving as the new home for the Blue Raider football team, the three-story, 85,500-square-foot venue will also house athletic training, weightlifting, and nutrition areas, in addition to office spaces for coaches. The parent company, Incorporated, a Brentwood-based general contracting company, will oversee the construction of the facility, while Goodwin Mills Kwood Incorporated and HOK are overseeing the design of the project. Once completed, this new facility, along with an enhanced Murphy Center, will be part of a new gateway into our campus and will stand as a visible reminder of our commitment to athletic success, MTSU President Sidney A. McPhee said in a release. Today's groundbreaking publicly reaffirms our commitment to maintaining a nationally competitive athletic program, he said. The SAPC will feature three floors of amenities, including a nutrition station, a strength and conditioning room, an athletic training room with hydrotherapy pools, plus the new football locker room, players' lounge and equipment room on the first floor, offices for the football coaching staff, plus several meeting areas, a team meeting room, position rooms, and coaches' meeting rooms on the second floor, a student-athlete dining hall, which will also offer dining for fans on game days on the third floor. Additionally, MTSU will be upgrading the video board on the south end zone of Floyd Stadium, the video boards inside the Murphy Center, and adding a control room inside the Murphy Center to allow the school to produce its own live television broadcasts. The Student Athlete Performance Center is transformational for our department, the university, and for our community, MTSU Athletic Director Chris Mazzaro said. We will be able to better develop our players, attract top-notch recruits, and make our student-athlete experience second to none, he said. Added MTSU football coach Rick Stocksill, With the upgraded facilities, so many new doors will open for the Blue Raiders to continue to build off the legacy of our past players and coaches. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Columbia's own 7th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Tournament returns March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex. Come see the Lady Volunteers face off against Austin P. starting at 5.30 p.m. Opening game, Columbia State versus Motlow College at 1 p.m. Food trucks on site and parking is free. Tickets are $10 and sold exclusively online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Or check out the City of Columbia Parks and Recreation today. The Midstate Classic, March 15th. See you at the game. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. The Antiques and Garden Show of Nashville, one of the largest antiques and horticultural events in the country, makes its highly anticipated return February 3rd through the 5th at the Music City Center in downtown Nashville, with keynote speakers of the lifestyle brand Aaron and Alice Naylor Leyland of the telescape company Ms. Alice. Co-chaired by Catherine Saunders and Beth Cost, the show draws more than 16,000 attendees annually to experience its impressive showcase of antiques from more than 150 dealers, world-class landscaped gardens, and opportunities to engage with some of the nation's top names in design and horticulture through educational lectures, panel discussions, and book signings. Two special events will be held outside of show hours, the preview party and opening night gala to show to shop the show early, and the Bourbon Party, an evening featuring crafted bourbons and live music on the show floor. For tickets, schedules, and additional information, visit www.antiquesandgardenshow.com and follow the Antiques and Garden Show of Nashville on Instagram. The presenting sponsor of the 33rd Annual Show is Northern Trust. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.